there. Welcome to TripCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. If you could go anywhere, anywhere in the world, right at this moment, where would you go? I think we've all daydreamed about this over the last several months of quarantine, honestly. For me, the list would be something like going to a Giants baseball game, maybe enjoying some uh, of my favorite chai tea on the boardwalk in Cayucas. Truth be told, I would have loved just being able to go out to dinner. But no, in California, things can change in an instant. You can only eat at home. Then you can only eat in your own car, with your mask looped over one ear. Then you can eat outside, but with no more than two other people, and you have to sit at least 17 feet apart. So yes, you could say that I am so ready for normalcy. I just wanted to sit down at a table with dishes I don't have to wash after eating a meal that I didn't have to prepare. So a few days ago, my husband and I were out running some errands, and he surprised me with a pop-up date, as he called it. Aside from my previous complaining of California, there are a few things I love about living here, one of which is the local family-owned Italian restaurant, De Chico's. So here we are, sitting inside. I can't even believe it. We were sitting inside, guys. So we're sitting inside and we're kind of chatting about our childhoods. Well, we've known each other for at least 25 years. So suffice it to say that we've pretty much broached every topic known to man. This conversation was continued as we drove home as well. So one thing he said that as a child, he had a place where he felt at peace. Now, this was a very specific place and... If you asked me where I felt at peace, um, there would probably be an exceptionally long list of both places and people's homes that I grew up around, and these were very peaceful places for me. Well, his most peaceful place was church. It's no wonder he's a pastor now. I completely should have seen this coming. Well, houses of worship have pretty much been a place of refuge forever. I can recall feeling as if the church house was a sanctuary of reverence, a place that was for repentance, a classroom for life, a place for healing, and a place to express shared joy. So it's unfortunate that many who have experienced hurt because of any number of reasons, really, uh, refuse to step back into church. It really breaks my heart because my opinion is that we are all broken on some level and striving to do better, I would hope, and to be better. But what better place to learn and lean on each other than in a body of genuine believers? It's kind of funny, isn't it, how we expect people who are Christians to be perfect? Like somehow if you have the title Christian associated with your name, you're just immune to all things life, right? Like we should all just be perfect and never have any issues. Well, the thing I hear so often is that church people are a bunch of hypocrites. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but yes, and we are human, (laughs) like everybody else. Being a Christian does not make us superhuman. It just gives us someone to lean on, and that someone is Jesus. We make mistakes, do the wrong thing, use the wrong words, act the wrong way, but, and here is the big but, we know that when we do fail, and we will, We can escape to forgiveness and in turn to peace. So the Bible is full of stories of people's lives where they fall 
but get back up again because of the love and forgiveness of Jesus. Now, the Israelites, God's chosen people, they were the worst. They complained constantly, disobeyed God like every day, worshipped idols. I mean, the list seriously goes on and on. However, there was a time when they were in captivity to the Babylonians. And in Isaiah 55, 12, there's a scripture that reads, and bear with me here because this is actually the King James version of the scripture. And it says, For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. The very first word, for, I think can be replaced with the word, therefore. Yes, it sounds very old school, but it lends its meaning to because God has said something, then it will happen. So keep reading, and it tells you that the what of will happen. So God says they will go out of captivity specifically for them with joy and be led in peace. Now, if you know anything about the Israelite story, you know that they had to flee Egypt. You know, Moses, let my people go. Um, and it was God who allowed them to be freed from bondage. But they pretty much left in a hot minute. Like, there were no songs of joy or peaceful feelings. It was basically grab your shoes and get out of Dodge. But this time, there was a little bit of a different tone. I think that we can all go back to a time when we needed help to be freed from bondage of some kind. Uh, maybe it was something in our minds. Um, it could have been a physical addiction of some kind. But being comfortable in our brokenness brings us to a place of meh. Now, if you've seen the Emoji movie, you're totally going to get this reference. If not, bear with me. <laughs> but the meh, this is like a place of indifference. It's kind of like when... You ask your kids, what do you want for dinner? And they just kind of shrug their shoulders. Eh, like they don't even care. It's like, whatever. You're, <laughs> you're going to make it, not them. So they don't care. They just know they're going to be fed. They're pretty happy about that. Well, being indifferent can be a really scary place to be. But when God says that he will free you, and then he does... You just can't help but feel the freedom in the form of peace and joy. The second half speaks to the enormity of excitement. One commentator said of the mountains and the hills and trees, they're basically images using to express the seeming symphony of nature with the joy of God's people. It's really such an uplifting image to me. The shouts of joy, the songs that you can't keep quiet. I mean, these people were pretty excited to be able to be out of captivity once again. Unfortunately, they tended to put themselves in bondage often, <laughs> probably on a daily basis, more so than, say, the Babylonians who came in and conquered them and took them. It was like they almost enjoyed being stuck. And so peace might have been a place that they were a little bit uncomfortable with. I have some people that I know, and gosh, they love drama. <laughs> I do not love drama. It is something that really unnerves me, and moments when I have been causing drama, maybe in my own life, it has really left me rattled. And I was longing for that peace. I needed that escape. 
escape to peace. A lot of times we think that when we escape, we're running away from something. But I want us to look at it in terms of what are we running to? If we're escaping out of something, whatever it is, the go-to should be something that is better, right? I mean, like, why would you want to leave one really bad situation and go to another really bad situation? So moving forward, you're escaping into blank. Now, for some, maybe it's escaping into somebody else's life because it's easier to get caught up into their drama than have to deal with your own. Or it's escaping to some sort of substance that you think is going to make it better. I was having a conversation this last week with someone and I said, it just is kind of crazy how, you know, we will use outlets, specifically at the moment we were talking about substance abuse, as something that we think is going to make us feel better. And we're escaping from whatever situation we're in at the moment, trying to get to a place of peace, but we're using the wrong avenue. And whenever we come back from whatever that escape was, surprise, the problem is still there. It doesn't get better. The only way that it gets better is when we go to God. We might not be able to literally escape life's craziness, but we can escape into peace at any time. Just like my husband as a child, uh, he would said he would stand outside waiting expectantly to escape into that peace that he longed for by getting on that Sunday school bus that would come around and pick them up in their neighborhood. You need to find your way into peace by being with the one who is literally the prince of peace. I hope that you can find that moment of peace today. Whatever it is that seems to be kind of nagging at you, whatever it is that you feel like you need to escape from, think about where you're going to escape to. I really hope that it is a place of peace, a place of hope, and a place of encouragement. If you were encouraged by today's ChirpCast, I would love for you to share, like, comment even. You can follow me on Instagram at ChirpCastAmy. I would love to help inspire you while we walk this journey of life together. I'll catch you next time.